BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell on a bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seed, the bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around, bad at a bad day, bad law, bad do, bad rap, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Pharrell Palatial. Right across the river, through the woods, where Granny loves a little drizzle. As long as she's got a satchel page of the 66 cookies hybrid in New York City. The big apple. People dress in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up. party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess is towns and my brain splattered all over man. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, should do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, woo, Hey, what's kicking? I'm Pharrell with your boy Carver High this afternoon. Mafia running it with AJ Foy, and we got a birthday roll call that we'll get going on a Thursday. Thursday, Tyler Lockett, 31, Bud Crawford, 36, Ryan Zimmerman, 39, Ray Emery, 41, with Amika Okafor and Dustin Penner, and Anderson Verajow, 41 today. Jose Calderon, 42, Brian Rafalski, the devil, 50, Marcus Spears, 52, Darian Connor, 56, Johnny Hawkins, 60, Irving Fryer, 61, with Grant Fuhr, Ed Vosberg, 62, Todd Worrell, 64, Steve Largent, legend, 69. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Dayball, A's, Twins, and Target, bottom seven, one apiece. White Sox lead, Zona in the Windy City, two to one, bottom three. Tigers already 8-0, a final over the Royals. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 159, our satellite partners all over the Southern Hemisphere, Sports Byline, and their radio affiliates out of San Francisco, Deepak holding it down for us. Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near to you, won't I do you, won't I? All right, here's the deal. Carver High's ready. Dame time, Dame time, Dame time, Dame time, Dame time, Dame time, Dame time. Traded to the Bucks in the three-team deal. Just gigantic news in the NBA yesterday. Still carrying over to today. Portland gets Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, picks and more. The Suns get Nurkic, Grayson Allen, and more. We got your title odds. And the Clippers say Kawhi and PG are fully healthy at the start of camp. They should both be in, uh, injured by about two, three weeks from now, finished for the year. <laughs> Listening to them tell me that those two are healthy is almost hilarious, isn't it? I mean, honestly, when do those two ever play? Warriors sign Rudy Gay to a one-year deal that'll implode on them. Warriors close to bringing a WNBA team to San Francisco. Marenzi will join us this very hour plus scoop mesh whoa wait a minute from fantasy sports today and newswire our boy craig mesh breaking down the playoff races in major league baseball the lions and packers at lambeau tonight in green bay to open week four david montgomery and uh the taylor decker lineman will play for the lions aaron jones and christian watson expected to play for the packers Watson, for the first time this year, we got Matt LaFleur and Dan Campbell talking today on C2C. Kenny Touchdown Pickett wants to build off last week's performance in Vegas. We'll hear from him. Steelers go to Houston next. 
Mike Vrabel wants the Titans to be prepared for Joe Burrow, no matter what his condition, uh, with the calf, since he at Smashville on Sunday. Tua having a lot of fun playing football. I'll bet he is until he goes to the below on Sunday and gets punched in the throat by the Bills. Chiefs, Willie Gay on what he's seen from the Jets on film. I can tell you, it's like a bad porno <laughs> watching the Jets play. Except for that big game against the Bills that was fixed. Kansas City and the Jets at Snoopy on Sunday. Robert Sala and the Jets are okay with Aaron Rodgers calling him out and calling him names and sideline squabble mentions, you name it. Zeke Elliott says he's going back to Dallas, uh, and it's just another game. Sure it is. New England and Dallas at Jerry's World. Sean McVay thinks Cooper Cup will be back in week five. Bryce Young back at practice for the Panthers on track to start Sunday against the Vikings. We'll break down the Detroit Green Bay game. You know we're going to do that in the lion's share. Uh, Goff against the North, most prop bets. Carver Heights tutties. He's always making you money with these tutties and these home run snags that he throws out like pieces of beef for the dog. Get the table scraps ready, Carver High. Teams 0-3 against the spread. We'll look at it. 3-0 against the spread. MVP odds. Two MVP odds. Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year odds, AFC odds, NFC odds. How about the XFL and USFL? They're going to merge for the rock. He's, of course, uh, the guy that runs the XFL. The opening Ryder Cup matches have been announced for tomorrow in Rome. Where is Waldo? I got a picture today of Rick Haro styling in Rome on a sunny day. We got your odds to win the Ryder Cup. Plus, Rory says it's really going to hit the live guys that they aren't here this week uh, with Europe. Oh, God, it just won't end with Rory and the live guys. Hasn't it gotten stale? I think it has. We got Thursday night college football, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky and Bowling Green. The Hilltoppers, Temple and Tulsa in Tulsa, Jacksonville State and Sam Houston. We're going to get into everything. USC, Colorado, Michigan, Nebraska, Alabama, and Mississippi State in Stark Vegas, Kansas and Texas at Memorial in Austin. We got it all. Penn State, Northwestern, A&M and Arkansas, Clemson and Q's, Houston and Texas Tech, Baylor and UCF. How about LSU and Ole Miss, Iowa State and Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee and Neyland, Pitt and Vautag and Blacksburg, Washington and Zona in the desert. We got Heisman odds. We got college football playoff committee shelving the talk of changes while the Pac-12 situation plays itself out. I'll tell you how it's playing out in the Pac-12. They got the best teams in college football in the Pac-12, and next year it'll be gone. It's embarrassing what's happened to the Pac-12. It's embarrassing what's happened to college football and realignment. I don't care what anybody thinks. Adam Kaplan. Our NFL insider will join us today to break down the Lions and Packers and all the injury news and keynotes going into Sunday's pain day games around the NFL. Every story, everything you need to know today with Adam Kaplan on C2C. The Astros beat the Mariners 8-3. A fight broke out in this one in Seattle, Carver High. Dubon with a three-run shot. Rangers beat the Angels 5-0. They had to win. They did. Yankees over to J6-0. Ace Ventura, a complete game. Two-hit shutout. What a facial in his final start. He will win the Cy Young going away. The Marlins split a double dip with the Mets. They actually beat Senga in the nightcap. Yuri Gurriel gives the Marlins the lead in the ninth of game two. We got it all for you. Braves beat the Cubs 6-5-10. and 10. They never lose. Azuna ties the game in the ninth with a blast. How about Acuna, the first ever to enter the 40-70 club? Alex Cora says he'll be back with the Red Sox next year. We don't know if that's the capacity of being the manager. Tonight's game, I'm sure it is, but we'll see. We got all of tonight's games. We'll break it down. Every game, Texas and Seattle started up in Seattle now after Houston kicked their ass. You name it, you got it. Right here, coast to coast. Grab a freshie and roll with us, baby. Everybody's doing it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, I, I got to tell you, this app of Sports Grids, it's unbelievable. People are talking about it. I sat with a guy this morning. He's like, look, I got it on my phone. I'm like, I don't even have to tell you about it. He's like, I've already had it. He goes, I don't need help from you. I'm like, okay. He goes, I watch it every day. He goes, you're horrible. I'm like, Jesus, really? <laughs> can you believe that, Carver High? Anyway, you can watch this network, listen to the network, follow your favorite hosts like Carver High and Pharrell. It is fantastic. You get, uh, you know, everything. Odds, in-game odds, analytics, stories, highlights, video. It's just Phenomenal. Get it in the iOS or Play Store for Android. I think you're going to love it. Sportsgrid.com slash watch is where you go to see the network and to see all the many platforms that we're on. Have I told you about BetMGM's 1500 first bet offer? It's absolutely surreal for all new BetMGM users with the code SG1500. Download the app on iOS or Android in the Play Store. Visit BetMGM.com. Open up your account. Put at least $10 in. And place your first wager and receive up to 1500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. So if you bet 1500 you're going to get 1500 back. You bet 750 you're going to get 750 back. They match whatever you bet, so you're good to go up to 1500 That's beautiful. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets are going to be available once the wager is settled. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Uh, day ball, still 2-1 White Sox, but the D-backs have the bases loaded with two outs, and they just got out of it, struck out with the bases loaded, still up 2-1 there, Carver High. A's, Twins, ones in the bottom of the seventh to target. A's, Twins, 1-1, and the second game has started in Detroit. No score in the first first game, Detroit, 8 nothing over the Royals. All right, game time. What do you got for me, Carver High? Yeah, a little Dame time, Dame time uh, while you weren't here yesterday. Of course, we have a lot of football to do today. We have Lions and the Packers tonight. We're going to talk all about that. But you haven't gotten to chime in yet uh, on this Dame time trade. Of course, he goes to Milwaukee to team up with Giannis and the Bucks. Three-team deal. You get Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton uh, and a couple first-round picks, some other stuff going to Portland. Phoenix gets Nurkic, uh, Grayson Allen, Sarah Little, and Keon Johnson. Uh, tell us, Scotty, what'd you think about Dame Time and Giannis together? Well, I, listen, I'm going to give uh, the GM in Portland credit for, uh, you know, handling this his way and doing what he had to do for his organization and not let this guy hold them prisoner or control them, strong arm them into trading him to the Heat for a bad deal. The Heat conversations never led to anything of substance over this entire stretch. Now, as far as what he's going to do for the Bucs with Giannis, first of all, uh, that has to make... Giannis happy that he's getting a guy that pours in 32 a game. He is a freak, a natural killer scorer, right? But I got to tell you, and you're probably going to be shocked to hear this. I think Holiday, in my view, does a lot more for me at both ends of the floor. He can body and bang and get to the 10 and get fouled and score and have big games. They want a title with him. The guy can flat out ball, and I can guarantee you he plays 10 times better defense than Dame Lillard. I mean, Dame Lillard just scores. 
When is the last time we talked about Damian Lillard stopping anybody or being a defender? Drew Holiday is one of the best defensive guards in the NBA, hands down. You cannot win titles without playing superior, excellent defense in the playoffs. The entire season's a waste of time. All that matters is in the playoffs. Who makes stops? Holiday makes stops. Dame Lillard just scores. So they got a great scorer, but they lost, I think, their best perimeter defender flat out. And uh, now he's linked to the Knicks and the Pacers. Uh, it would behoove the Knicks to get this deal done immediately. If they had Holiday and Brunson, you're talking about Eastern Conference Finals for the Knicks. Uh, I'm with you 100%. Uh, they, they lost a couple of their guys that, I, you know, I always like to say sandpaper. You know, those tough guys. You need some tough guys that can play D. Everybody hates Allen, too, but he was like that also. This guy obviously got Drew Holiday. But, but Allen, is a, he's a pain in the ass. Like, you don't, want, you don't want to deal with Grayson Allen. And now he goes to Phoenix, and Phoenix got all these guys. Like, it doesn't look like much, but when you think about it, what was our problem with Phoenix last year? When Durant Defense. and Booker were out of the— when they, well, but when Durant and no Booker were out of the game, they brought hacks in, and it just never went well. And now they got Allen, they got Nurkic, you know, Little, Keon Johnson. They got guys that can actually play that yeah. are going to come in the game. And I think that, that's, that's the one part of this deal that's kind of getting overlooked is that Phoenix got a little bit of a bench now, and they got rid of Aiton, who didn't want to be there. Aiton hated uh, playing for the Suns, and now he's gone yeah. also. It took a long time to get Aiton out of there uh it should have happened a year yeah. ago but it didn't and now he's gone so he can finally shut up and be happy allegedly somewhere else because that's what he wanted he was forced into staying with a matched offer he had as a restricted no choice but to go back there and he was uh, miserable but look um it's going to be fun to see dame uh, playing with Giannis. but i know this much um I mean, Lillard shoots the ball 75 times a game. He ain't yep. passing to nobody. Uh, he just, he, yep. he is a showtime. He, he is the featured attraction. So I don't think you're talking about the same kind of guy like a Brunson who gets everyone involved and makes everyone better. Dame's all about Dame time and his endorsements, his Gatorade commercials, and scoring 32 a clip and tapping his watch. I, I don't find him to be a team player i find him to be a me player and i know he's great i love him he's awesome he's one of my favorite players to watch play but did he ever make anyone on portland better did they ever win anything with him no end of discussion no. he's just uh, a this show of off. course this of course vaults milwaukee to the top of the big board scotty now the favorites uh to win it all with Giannis at game time at four to one, uh, Nuggets four seventy five, Celtics five to one, Suns six fifty. Then you get yeah. a gap after that. Listen, Mike, uh, these odds are ridiculous. Uh, Denver uh, has a guy in Murray that knows how to get the pill to the big fella, and the big fella knows how to, you know, uh, make sure that all the appetizers and other hors d'oeuvres are given to Murray to get his pieces at night, right? Like, I think they play really well together. He knows who the man is, Murray. Uh, and he knows how to get him the rock and to win games and to win a chip. So he knows how to do it. You're talking about, uh, I don't deny Giannis has done it, but he did it with Holiday, who plays defense. And now he's going to do it with a guy that just shoots. That's all he does is shoot. He just keeps shooting. And when they won also, Middleton like actually played. Like, Middleton doesn't play anymore. Like, he Ever. never plays. And, and that's the other part of this that— They run Portis. You know, y you're, you're hoping that. Uh, that's for sure. And you saw the Clippers on that board as well. They uh, say, as everybody shows up at camp this week, that Kawhi and Paul George are, quote, <laughs> fully healthy for the start of camp. And so uh, you ben said two Simmons. or three weeks. Yeah, so is Ben Simmons. You say two or three weeks. I'll give them to, like— I'll give him November 15th. One of them will be hurt by November 15th, yeah. I think. I'll give him a little bit of time. Get, get like three or four games into the season, and then one of them will get hurt. Aren't That's people over? Goes. Like, I don't deny that they can both just absolutely go off, you know, once a week. And then does Kawhi Leonard, who I think is phenomenal player, uh, his career's like, you know, clearly – 
starting to be over. He never plays. Yep. He's always injured. His body is shot, and therefore his long-term viability is over. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And... Producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, my boy Marenzi. Every day comes on C2C raging. Check out Sports Rage. 10 Eastern every night on Sports Grid Radio, Sports Grid TV. It's everywhere. Sirius, Channel 159, Sports Byline and their affiliates on Mightier 1090 in San Diego. Near T, y'all wanna do, y'all wanna. Check it out. And then, of course, Sunday's pain day with Pharrell and Marenzi, 1 o'clock till 420. Hey, now, uh, for the early 1 o'clock NFL games. And, all right, uh, let's go, Rocker. I want to start with your list, your hockey list of most hated franchises. Where did this come from? Uh, you got to love it, uh, Scotty. I woke up ready to bet on some football, but Twitter X uh, just enraged me. I don't know if it's the hockey news, the hockey magazine, the hockey something, but, you know, it's got a lot of hits and people are having a lot of fun with it. It's the most hated hockey teams in the National Hockey League. And I'm not going to argue with the number one team, the Boston Bruins. I think I think it's safe to say, you know, I, in my opinion, I would say the Bruins are the most hated team in the NHL along with the Toronto Maple Leafs. But then the, then the list just gets stupid. Like, put it this way, your Penguins, Scotty, are ninth, the ninth most hated team, as if the Canadians are the eighth most hated team. Everybody hates the Montreal Canadiens. Everybody hates them. You know what I mean? Like, and I got to love this, that the, uh, the Detroit Red Wings, the 20th most hated team, along with the Coyotes. 21 people don't know the Coyotes exist, let alone <laughs> hate them. Who hates the Coyotes, Scotty? Who hates the Coyotes? The, 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 like, the Ottawa Senators are the 15th most hated team. Like, really? <laughs> they don't even exist. And I don't even think that people outside of Canada exist. don't know they exist, Scotty. Like, walk, walk outside on 34th right now and say, listen, Ottawa Senators are what? And people would be like, I don't know, a band? They'd be like, I don't know, what are they? What I are just they? wanted I to know. say, uh, just officially here, I hate the Islanders. You do hate the Islanders. Who, you're personal as a Penguin fan. Who's your most hated team? The two Flyers? most hated. The two most hated teams are the Islanders and the uh, Montreal Canadiens because they've done me in my garage door a thousand times each my entire life. <laughs> Camilleri and the friends. Yeah, you know, listen, man. And the Capitals, too. They've done me. And then I'd say I hate the Flyers just because I grew up in Pittsburgh. You got to hate all the teams in Philly. I got to be honest. I don't know how uh, you guys feel about it, but I find the Vegas Golden Knights to be super annoying and their fans to be annoying. So they're on my list. And I know I hate to say this because we're on in Denver and I know we've got a lot of fans out there and stuff, but I find the Avs to be annoying too, Scotty. I don't like the Avs. I think the Vegas fans uh, are are just cheering. They have no idea what they're watching. Because I remember when I I did the Thrashers, right, in Atlanta, 
And these hillbillies. They don't know what offside no is and icing uh, or silence, right? Yeah, like. I mean, they had no idea. What's a power play? Uh, uh, you know, what's too many men on the ice? What does that mean? Like, well, they, 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 they mean, applaud the when they score, had right? No idea. The Rednecks had no idea. <laughs> they just were drinking so, beer and cheering. So, it's, hey, listen, it's great to have hockey back. It's around the corner, and hockey fans are psychotic. And I love Bruin fan out there. That's the other thing that got me going, too. So Bruin fans are like, they hate us because they're not us. You guys never him. win. What are you talking they about? They hate like, him because of like, Marchand. Oh, I hate his guts. Oh, like, hate's a strong word, but if he was on fire, would you cross the street to piss on him? I don't know if I no. would. No, <laughs> do you remember uh, Kenny Lindsman? He was the same way. Oh, the I rat. hated him, Kenny, too. Yeah. No, but I the like rat. him better somehow. The rat. Yeah, Kenny Lindsman, the rat. Very similar players. Marshawn, you know what the thing with Marshawn is, too, bro? It's your boy's fault. It's Sidney Crosby's fault, man, that this guy got good. Because before, he was just a goon licking people and biting people and stuff. And he's from the same uh, part of uh, Canada as Sidney Crosby as Nate McKinnon is, okay? Nova Scotia. It's a small yeah. place. He he was on Team Canada, Scotty. He wanted to make Team Canada. And he wasn't buddies with Crosby. And he said, can I work out with you? And Crosby told him, you can't be a jerk. And it's a true story. Uh, Marshawn actually blew off a bunch of kids at a local rink in Nova Scotia during a summer like training session. Crosby really? pulled him aside. He said, you can't do that. If you do that, you can't hang with me. Doesn't work like that. So Crosby actually like developed this guy into more of a man and a player, which How I don't do understand feel? because they're rivals. How do you feel about uh, Crosby? And I just want to say this. I'm stale on everybody, all the girly names and all the uh, nonsense that he's been abused with over the years by fans in the NHL, that he's a crybaby and all the other stuff. Because I'll tell you what he is. Game-winning goal in the Olympics, and he's got three Stanley Cup rings, and he's going into the Hall of Fame faster than you can spit. Uh, he's, he's one of the greatest hockey players ever to play the National Hockey League. Like, like, honestly, like if you're doing, like, he's on any dream team. I get it. You got Gretzky, you got Lemieux, you got Crosby. I mean, Sidney Crosby lived up to hype, as you stated. He's a good guy, too. A great leader, character player. I'd love to see him get one more cup, but I just don't think it's going to happen with your Pittsburgh Penguins. Either. They're nowhere close I, to winning a cup. They're just nowhere you're close. You're right. But the, but the abuse he gets, uh, you know, rank to rank from fans. Oh, and, no, you're right, dude. Him and your stupid. other guy, Mario. If you look at Wayne Gretzky, Strippers at Club Sapphire got touched more than Wayne Gretzky did in his career. You're right. right. It, it was a free pass for him. Mario Lemieux, bro. I've been to I had like leukemia. You like that? But you saw Mario Lemieux, big dude. Guy had cancer, man. People used to cross check him in the back and like go after him, goon him. Sidney Crosby never got star treatment, bro. He played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, Scotty. He used to get hit over the head with sticks. Very <laughs> sticky in Quebec where I played. A lot of slashing, like bang, right. Oh, right? So you see, he fights back. He slashes your ass back, man. He doesn't take it. Right. Sidney's that's a like, tough kid. He'll beat the crap like out of you. You want to fight, too. That's like your boy, uh, the prime minister, playing in Yellowtail. <laughs> he got to yeah. fight in the league. <laughs> All right, let's go. Lions and Packers tonight at Lambeau, Marenzi. Man, what a game. Finally, we've got a really interesting Thursday nighter, uh, Scott. You and I have been watching all these Packer games. Dude, two and three, they blew out the Bears, and the other two games have been one-point games. And I'm getting two points. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, what happened when the Lions went on the road to Kansas City? They won by one. Give me the two points with the Packers. We got Aaron Jones back. Uh, we've got Christian Watson back, as you talked about. Oh, Bakhtiari's out. When is Bakhtiari in, Scotty? <laughs> never. Like, seriously. Like, they're all, well, Bakhtiari's not playing. He never plays. He never plays. Oh, okay, fine. But He plays no less than Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Ben's all big. Maybe he's going to be a wrestler now. You see, Ben's ripped. But all kidding aside, Scotty, the last 32 games that Detroit went to Wisconsin, because remember they used to play in Milwaukee and stuff. It was fun when they played at a baseball stadium in the old days. But get this. They're four and twenty-eight, bro. They're four and twenty-eight. Now I know they won last year. They knocked off Aaron Rodgers and stuff. But here's another little tidbit for everybody. I brought this up last week, guys. Um, in the last sixteen years, the Green Bay Packers in their home openers were fifteen and one. Well, yeah. make it sixteen and one now. Their last twelve years, Scotty, game two at home, twelve and zero straight up. 
Uh, Give me the Green Bay Packers tonight, plus the two. Oh, God. I'm already like It doesn't take long for Morency to get me sick on Sundays. <laughs> I'm like, by, literally by 140, I'm already eating pills and spraying myself with water. Pills oh, and dolphins like, this week, bro. Shoulder numbing. All right, so uh, talk to me about college. Let's start with Temple and Tulsa first. You know what? Very evenly matched teams, but I think Tulsa's home field is going to make a difference. They both kind of struggled to score, but I think Tulsa played a tougher schedule, Scotty. They went to Seattle. They played the Washington Huskies. They hosted the Oklahoma Sooners. Tulsa have been, like, battling against NFL-caliber teams almost, essentially, this year. I think the step down in class will do them some uh, some good tonight. And quite frankly, they don't – I'm not going to say they own Temple, but they beat them 27-16 last year in Philadelphia, and they beat them 44-10 two years ago in Tulsa. Give me the Tulsa Golden Hurricane tonight, Scotty. And I tell you what, I don't know where the 56 points are coming from in this game. So I like Tulsa minus the three. I like the under 55. Western Kentucky's all the way up to seven right now, which is a little pricey. A little pricey. I'm going to go with the over in this game, Scotty. I don't want to lay the seven. I feel like it's a trap. So you're just going with the over in Middle Tennessee in Bowling Green against the Hilltoppers. You're just going with the over there. And what are you doing on this Sam Houston game with Jacksonville State. I think it's at Sam Houston. Man, you know you're a degenerate when you're betting this. You know that Sam Houston State, their leading rusher on the season, has 43 yards. They don't have a rushing <laughs> attempt longer than nine yards on the season, Scotty. I'll take the under. They can't, yeah, yeah, they can't score this team. But, dude, they held, like, BYU to 14. They held Air Force to, like, 13. Like, their defense is actually pretty good, Sam Houston State. Jacksonville State's defense is also very good. Guys, you're never going to see a total this low at 36 and a half in a college football game. But the great Jimmy Vaccaro, Scotty, I lived in the same uh, condo with him in Vegas. And I, I was in an elevator once, and I said, Jimmy, you ever seen a total like this? It's like 86 and a half, bro. And he said, hey, in college football game, you bet the over, highest overs to the over, lowest unders to the under, and you won't go wrong. This is really crazy, but it's 36 and a half for a reason. You know the odds makers wouldn't dip this number this low if they weren't comfortable that this really will just be one of those 13-6 low-flow style football games. I'm betting the under, Scotty. Uh, Jimmy and Sonny, closet Steeler, Pirate, Penguin fans, clearly uh, from the Steel City. All right, let Between me get Nike and the, uh, and the Bets, what, what a pack of uh, brothers. Legends, these guys. They're like the Honestly, <laughs> if I lived on their street uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, I'd have more shoes than anyone on earth, but I didn't, so I swing in a mess. Uh, give me an early, real quick, an early thought on Bill's fins. Bill's fins, listen, man, uh, Josh Allen, 9-1 in his career against uh, the Miami Dolphins. And get this, guys, the last five teams in the NFL to score 50 or more points in a football game all lost the next game that they played. All right, so we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Enjoy the games tonight, Marenzi. Love you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, it's always good to have Scoop Mish on Coast to Coast. Craig Mish from Newswire and Fantasy Sports today joining us on a Thursday to talk about these wild cards and the end of the season. Regular season ends this weekend, and then the playoffs are right around the corner doing push-ups. Scoop, the uh, Diamondbacks are down 3-1 to one in the sixth uh, in Chicago. They're losing to the lowly white Sox, who are a tragedy to begin with but i think arizona is still cushy aren't they up two games heading into friday now what they they might be a game and a half today uh on that second wild card in uh the national league how do you feel about them that they'll be safe yes yeah, scott i i think that it's hard to expect every team to win every game here down the stretch. They really clobbered the White Sox in the first two games. They do not have the tiebreaker against the Marlins. So if push came to shove against the Marlins, that would knock them out. Or in the seeding, that would knock them down. But my understanding is I do believe they have it over the Cubs. So yes, you're right. They're in a really good spot heading into the weekend. They also, just in case, have set up Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly to pitch this weekend against the Astros. There's certainly a chance with the Astros taking care of Seattle that Houston may not need that game on Sunday if they get in in advance. So for all the reasons that I am outlining here, Arizona does have an excellent chance, at the very least, to get into the postseason. And they've won 8 of 10, uh, you know, uh, going in, and they won the first two, as you mentioned. They put 15 runs on them, I think, yesterday. So they've been playing really good baseball, and I don't know how they let it slip through their fingers with Gallon of Milk and Merrill Lynch Kelly going this weekend. Yeah, it, it does seem like – well, look, you know, look, they on Sunday they had a lead against the Yankees three different times and blew those games, and, look, that's got to be explored. They haven't blown games like the Cubs, Scott. That's that's definite here. But I, I've seen crazier things happen. But again, like I, you, you have those two pitchers, you expect quality starts. Gallon has been arguably baseball's best pitcher at home. He would be at home if they needed him. That would put them in a tough spot going into the wild card round, hypothetically against Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken, next week. But just simply to get in, I like their chances. All right, so Houston, uh, they had lost five of six to the Royals. They lost two of three to them in Kansas City, got swept by them at Minute Maid, which I just thought was stunning. And then they went up to Seattle, and I remember saying on the show, look, they have championship DNA. They have championship players, a championship manager. Uh, they have all they need to go in there. They are not afraid to go at it with Seattle, even after losing five of six to the Royals. And then they beat them both times. And then to put icing on the cake, didn't they get in a little uh, bench clearer last night saying, we're not afraid of you, we'll fight you, we'll beat you, and if we have to, we'll see you in the playoffs and we'll do it again. Yeah, look, I, I thought Neris was over the top yesterday. I don't know what was going on there. He struck out Julio Rodriguez and then walked right toward him. I mean, I don't, you don't see that very often, Scott. So <laughs> I don't know that I'm on his side there. But to your point, the Astros have been battle-tested through the years. I, I honestly thought they were going to win the division. I did not think it would be Texas. And again, they can still win the division if Texas was to fall flat, ironically, against Seattle this weekend. But naturally, it does appear like Houston is going to be one of the wild card teams and hosting uh, in the wild card. And then you put nothing past them moving forward because, again, they're going to have Framber Valdez. Hypothetically, they'll have Justin Verlander, who looks like he's sort of back to who he was too. And they have really good hitting with Tucker and Altuve and, and Jordan Alvarez as well. So they'll be very dangerous going into the postseason. And, again, their odds are extremely good yesterday. It just shows you how crazy one game can change the odds significantly. It was about even with Seattle and Houston going into the week, and then that changed over two wins out of three against the Mariners. So now Texas goes up there to the Northwest to see Seattle, as you mentioned. Montgomery is on the bump tonight. 
in that game against the M's against what's eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, do you like their chances in Seattle this weekend? Does any of what Houston did to them roll over into what Texas could possibly do to them? Or does Seattle punch them back in the throat? Uh, look, it, it's it's tough to call. These games are going sideways a lot of times late in the games, but the Rangers only need a couple of wins to clinch the division. So I fully expect them to show up and do that this weekend. Unfortunately, Seattle just got on this run too late in the year. And, and we talked about this, Scott, in May and June, just kind of waiting for them to come alive. And they really did. They're one of baseball's best teams in the second half of the season, but it feels like time is running out on the Mariners and, and they and for them to get in, they got to win, I believe three out of four against Texas and the Rangers really don't need that much to get in. So, so I guess we'll kind of see how the week plays out. They, they have to win three or four and they're a game and a half out now. Uh, what's stunning to me, and I want to get your thoughts on this is that Texas, I mean, look at what they dealt with. DeGrom goes down. Uh, then they get Scherzer. He goes down. Uh, how in God's name have they withstood all of that? And Bochi has them uh, two and a half games up in the West. That is crazy that they've lost those guys. And actually, they finished stronger without them than when they had them. I, I think you can make the case they've been the best offense, not named the Braves in baseball. They had about a month where they didn't play well. But Seager's in that MVP conversation in the American League. I don't think he'll win it, but he's in that conversation. Of course, Adalas Garcia's been great. You know, they've had some injuries along the way as well. It's been their hitting. And usually, Scott, hitting is not going to win a championship for you. It's going to be pitching. So I don't know that necessarily Texas should be the favorite. In fact, if I, if I saw Texas play against Houston in a seven-game series, I may take the Astros, even with Texas having the home field advantage there. But... Scherzer will be a key for them to see if he can come back. I know that he's been throwing. He's not going to be available, I don't think, in the American League Division Series. Maybe he's available in the ALCS. But the way that Texas is positioned right now is really good, I think, maybe to get out of the ALDS. But I don't know that I would pick them to win the World Series out of the American League because, again, you know, who is going to stop other teams in that starting pitching staff three times in a seven-game series? I'm not sure they have that guy. So were you surprised at all last night uh, with the Marlins beating Senga after they got whipped in that first game at City? Uh, did I, you know, I'm not sure anything surprises Scoop Mish, but I'm going to ask anyway. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because every <laughs> moment this season that the Marlins have been at the Alamo – they end up fighting their way out and winning. It feels like this has happened so many times where we're just ready to say, all right, it's over, it's done. And then they end up winning. And, and Scott, they, they've won some games in the strangest ways possible. A lot of people have said that you got to look at their run differential and their one-run games. And, you know, look, you are where you are, and no one's going to remember five years from now what the Marlins' run differential was or how many one-run games. But what I would remember is the amount of mistakes that other teams have made on them in the eighth and ninth inning this season. This is the most historically that there's ever been, and I've watched every season. Last night, bases loaded for the Marlins. Your guy at the plate, he hits the ball right to the third baseman, slow. Oh, he's just got to throw the ball home, throw it to first double play, botches it completely. Next guy gets a hit. Marlins win the game 4-2. to This has happened so many times this season. I care to even remember, but they're playing with a lot of guts. They have a million injuries right now to the hitting and the pitching, but they really don't need that many wins, I think, to get in the postseason. And, Scott, look what's going on with the Cubs here. They could, they could be up 15 nothing. You wouldn't trust they would win right now. Yeah, uh, hold the thought on the Cubs and Reds for a second. One last question about the Marlins. You broke the story about Sandy Alcantara and his uh, arm, his forearm, sure. and, you know, it's connected to the elbow, uh, and that he was going on the I.L. At that time, I said to you, is he, is he going to have Tommy John? Uh, because he certainly hasn't, in my view, looked good this year. Like, not the guy that we have grown accustomed to watching, dominant. Last year, dominant. This year, just okay. Uh, he went out and pitched again, right? And... 
had a problem again with it. Is he headed for the knife? Man, that's a loaded question. I can't be the one to answer that, Scott, but obviously at this point, uh, I, I think we're going to have to wait and see. My, my guess is is at, he'll rest, and at some point they'll take another look at the arm and then make a decision. The good news is, is if he does have something like that, and I'm not saying that he's going to, but if he does have that surgery and he has it in October or November, it wouldn't cost him like a full two years, which is sometimes what happens with these guys when they have it in May and June. So I don't know if he's going to, but I don't think there's an immediate rush or concern to have it because let's just be honest, if he does, he's out for all of next season. I It's, it's not trending in the right direction, but this is my opinion. Uh, usually when this happens, something has to be done to correct it. And why would anybody, and including Sandy, want to pitch at 80% or 90% and hope? Uh, obviously, I hope he doesn't have to have it, but I think we'll get our answer to that when the Marlins season ends, whenever it does end. I got to tell you, I'm on Lazardo tonight against the Mets. I think he's become their toughest pitcher. Uh, for the most part, he, he has been. I, I would not say he's been their best pitcher in the second half of the season. There's been some ups. There's been some downs. But generally speaking with him, he's a six-inning guy, sometimes seven, and then they turn it over to the bullpen, and their bullpen's been fantastic. I think right now, Scott, the key is, will Tanner Scott be back tonight off this paternity leave? He had a, a baby boy. And I would say that if he's available and he's in there, they're in a really good spot. But let's remember, they exhausted virtually every pitcher on that team in that doubleheader over the last couple of days. So they're really going to need Lazardo to go as far as he possibly can because they got to play tomorrow too. Well, what do you think of the uh, Cubs and Reds problems? The Cubs have to finish in Milwaukee and the Reds have to finish in St. Louis, uh, and what's happened to both of them? Obviously, that I'll never forget the the Pirates were down nine runs and they won thirteen twelve. You, I don't know how you recover from that, but they they found a way to win a couple games since they beat them four two, and then I think they won last night. They're off tonight. They need it uh, tonight to be off. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Or did they play tonight? I thought they don't play until tomorrow. No, but they don't play. Okay, yeah, so so they've already packed in all these losses. It's going to be really hard for them to come back. I think they got to go 3-0, and Scott, the rest of the way. They also blew a game that they had a lead against the Twins. Alexis Diaz, their, their closer, blew that too. I think it's too little too late, honestly, for the Reds, even though they play the Cardinals this weekend. As far as the Cubs are concerned, it's in Milwaukee's hands right now, Scott. I, I don't know how they're going to handle these games this weekend. I assume they're going to fight and play them. But how can you ask uh, this weekend – uh, Brandon Woodruff and and uh, Willie Peralta, uh, Freddie Peralta, to go eight innings when they have to turn around and pitch next Wednesday and Thursday at a wild card. It's fascinating to me that Milwaukee may be the key controller to who gets in to the National League wild card. Well, and I'll tell you another thing: uh, the Cubs and Brewers hate each other. Uh, they're arch rivals, and the <laughs> Brewers would love nothing more than to send the Cubs into Glad Bag City. Scoop Mish, ladies and gentlemen. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So, Carver High, I know you have to, like, return serve uh, that I said uh, I hate the Islanders more than anything on earth. Uh, It's because they've tortured me my whole life. Yeah. It's not about you. I've never liked you to begin with, let alone them. I mean, so this is just this is way deeper than just hockey. Of course. And and I think what makes the Islander Penguin rivalry good. And you're right. The Islanders have been on the better end. in these playoff series, but it spans a really long time. They have big playoff series throughout the last 40 years uh, and in different decades. You know, they just, there's been so many different moments for the Islanders and the Penguins. And I think that that's why they have such a natural fit and both fan bases hate each other so much. Obviously Islanders Rangers here in New York is big. What's really hurt Islanders Rangers is they haven't played a playoff series with each other since 94. Now, that was the last time they played in the playoffs, and they don't have that many playoff appearances even before that. So I, I, it's a natural thing in town. Every, you know, Islander fans and Ranger fans hate each other, but they haven't had a real good play. They haven't had a listen, playoff series, period, which hurts a rivalry. I don't even – listen, there is no way that the Rangers and Islanders is bigger than the Penguins and Islanders because of the history. Uh, you're talking about – Four decades of this and absolute wars. When Volek scored the overtime winner after the Penguins won back-to-back Stanley Cups, it it literally broke my life. And then there is nothing worse for you. There can't be anything worse for you since you've known me than having me walk into CBS two years in a row with a Stanley Cup in my hands, in my studio, with you running the show. You wanted to shoot me in the face. Yeah, that look, and and they've had a lot of play. You know, the, uh, the Penguins beat the Isles that one year. Uh, I think it was 12 or 13 the Penguins beat him. The Islanders got them back the past two times that they played in the playoffs. Uh, you have the 93, of course, uh, with Volek. They have a lot of good playoff memories, and that makes fan bases hate each other. Islander fans and Penguin fans, they hate each other. I hate uh, it's you. great. You have to love it. Yes, I hate you as well. We'll start uh, Lions and the Packers in hour number two. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.